Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for From the Short Grass with Trey Schaap, a golf podcast for those who love golf, struggle with golf, and just like to enjoy the outdoors and fellowship with friends, all while chasing a ball around trying to put it in a four and a quarter inch diameter hole. From the Short Grass is brought to you by Stevens Incorporated, an independent financial services firm with the freedom to focus on what matters most. Blackman Auctions, for over 80 years, better auctions have always been Blackman Auctions. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels, we partner with you to deliver high yield results by managing, developing, and investing in top quality hospitality assets. And now, from the short grass, here is your host, Trey Shap. Welcome to another edition of From the Short Grass. I am your host, Trey Shap. It was an amazing week at the second annual Jackson T. Stevens Cup at Seminole Golf Club in Juneau Beach, Florida. Seminole is one of the top courses in the world and has long been rated the best in Florida. Seven men's teams and seven women's teams, along with individuals from HBCUs and military academies, comprise the field this year. Seminole Golf Club measured 7,280 yards for the men and played to 6,200 yards for the women. The women's individual champion with a score of 206, 10 under par, helping her team secure the number one seed for match play was Rachel Keene. Rachel Keene, 2022 Jackson T. Stevens Cup individual women's champion. How does that sound? Sounds pretty great. Obviously, this is such a great field, um, such a tough golf course, and um, it just, you know, it's been really cool to come out and to see the team perform and um, to string three good rounds together. Um, I just feel really lucky, and um, yeah, what a great event. It, it's definitely way up on my list of favorite college golf events played. When you knew that you were coming to Seminole, what were your expectations? Well, I was nervous. Obviously, it has such a, a reputation for being so tough, um, so I didn't really know what to expect, and um, luckily we have two boys at Wake that played in the Walker Cup here in 21, so we got tips from them. Um, to try to figure out what to expect, watch some videos beforehand. And we got here, and, and to be honest with you, the conditions were a little more scorable. I don't think the wind picked up. I, it didn't show its teeth in that sense. Um, so there definitely were more birdies out there than I thought there would be. Um, but obviously this is such an incredible venue and one of my favorite golf courses that I've played for sure. What type of practice did you do leading up to this event? Because it's hard to simulate what you have here at Seminole back in North Carolina uh, trying to prepare for this, right? Lots of bunker shots. Um, we we joked, our coaches and our team joked that we've hit more bunker shots in the past week than we have all semester. Um, just to get ready, and um, we have a golf course called Forsyth, um, not too far from campus, that has some really fast greens. So we went out there to try to put on those to get used to, um, you know, putting putts with die pace. Um, and honestly, we took advantage of the windy days at home. Uh, we've had a couple of those, and it's nice. Uh, it's a little frustrating to practice in, but it's really good uh, to prepare for tournaments where you know that there's going to be some wind. When you Got here, saw the course, teed off the first hole. Did you think that you could get to the number you got to, 10 under par? Um, there were more birdies out there than I thought. Um, I wasn't really sure what would win this week in the sense that kind of once we played the first two rounds, you, you kind of got a sense. And, and this is one of those golf courses that I think the more you play it, the more comfortable you get on it. Um, and you kind of learn where you can and can't miss it. Um, 
So I don't necessarily know if I had a number in mind of like what, what would win this week, but um, I definitely knew that, you know, if you hit it well and you played smart, um, that you, you could make some birdies, especially on the par fives, which were kind of the more gettable holes this week. What was working well for you here at Seminole? Yeah, um, I actually I hit a lot of greens, which I think really helps because <laughs> I didn't have to stress my bunker game that much. Um, but on top of that, my pace was, was pretty good this week. I, I didn't give myself many um, testers for par, which was great. Um, so I think it was, it was a really good combination for me. Um, and, you know, it, it's not the widest golf. It's not the narrowest golf course, but there's definitely some trouble to get into. So I, hitting, hitting balls straight off the tee was important too. Your top 10 in the world in world golf amateur rankings. This was a extremely strong field. How does it feel to come out on top? Absolutely. I mean, I think uh, I heard that there were seven of eight Curtis Cup girls here. Um, but honestly, you know, it, it, it's a really cool feeling because it is a really strong field. And um, I think it speaks to what the tournament's trying to do, getting such a strong field together. Um, but honestly, this is one of those things that you kind of get to high-level amateur golf. And it's really just whoever has the best game that week. Anyone can win. Anyone can beat anyone. Um, so I'm glad that it kind of all the, the pieces fell together for me this week. Do you have a place picked out for the silver trophy back at Wake? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure yet. I'll have to I'll have to figure it out. I might send it home next time I see my mom. Um, I, I have a on the top of my desk. I have some some trophies sitting there, so it, it would look nice there, I guess. <laughs> Obviously, your mom has to be extremely proud. Yeah, I, I'm sad she wasn't here this week, but she's actually she's at a meeting. Um, so I know she was watching. She joked with me this morning. She goes, can you text me in between holes and keep me updated? And I was like, oh, I've got, got something else to tend to, Mom. But um, I, I hope I'm making her and my dad proud. Um, and obviously, they've, just, they've both been great role models for me. And I just I feel so lucky. I have two brothers, too. And they've all just been so supportive. And um, they, they just want what's best for me. And I, I'm so appreciative of them. Did you know where you stood? I mean, you were tied there for the longest time this afternoon before you were able to make some birdies coming in? Yeah, I actually, I asked my assistant coach today on 13T, I asked where I stood, or I asked if I could see the leaderboard, and he was like, okay, well, Carla finished at 8-under. I was like, okay. And I was at even par at this time, so I was 8-under for the tournament, and I was like, okay. And I, I, I birdied 15 and 16, um, and so I kind of knew when I asked him again, as I'm stood on 18T, I said, okay, where do I stand? And he's like, all right, you've got a two-shot lead. So at that point, I knew... Um, you know, we can hopefully hit the fairway, hit the green, take two putts and get off the golf course. And then once that final putt dropped, your teammates were there to help celebrate with you. You got doused with water. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I need to wring out my skirt and I'm pretty sure that there's a puddle in my shoe. But um, no, my teammates, they're the best. Um, I just I feel so lucky to have people that, you know, they're happy for my success, just like I'm happy for their success. And, um, you know, I, I really do think that we push each other to get better and we bring out the best in each other and I think um, we just have such a great chemistry on the road especially and um, I just I love them to death. Besides winning what is one thing you take away from Seminole? Um, I think I think one thing I can take away is the fact that um, it's okay to kind of grind sometimes because I feel like even when you hit good golf shots on the go this golf course, you're faced with a lot of 40, 45, 50 footers for par, for um, to hopefully two, two putt for par. So even when you're playing good golf, it can still be a grind. And um, I think that's one thing I'm really proud of myself because it'd be really easy to lose focus sometimes. Um, but I, I was able to kind of keep myself in the moment and um, to keep my concentration because, you know, afternoon rounds, 36 yesterday and an afternoon round today, it's, <laughs> it takes a lot out of you. So um, I'm really glad that I can keep with it. Well, there'll be a nice ice bath waiting on you. Congratulations. Uh, you're a champion now. Thank you so much. On the men's side, 
David Ford had the golf world talking after a 62 in his second 18 holes of stroke play, and he finished 54 holes with a score of 200 minus 16 to help his North Carolina Tar Heels secure the number one seed heading into match play. Second annual men's individual champion of the Jackson T. Stevens Cup, David Ford. How does that sound? Uh, sounds pretty good. Definitely a blessing to win, but... Um, I feel like I've worked pretty hard for it, and the Lord's blessed me with a win here, so it, it feels good. Coming into Seminole Golf Club, what did you know about it, and what were your expectations? Uh, I knew it was pure. I knew it was prestigious. Um, I knew it was a great golf course, so it's uh, ex- expectations were definitely exceeded this week, I'd say. Uh, the greens got – these are the fastest greens I've ever played today, so – the greens were amazing the whole week. Uh, there wasn't a ball mark on the greens when we arrived here, not a divot in the fairway. So uh, Seminole's amazing, and the bunkers are pure. Everything's pure. I mean, it's just it's a great golf course. Obviously, it's a team event, but winning the individual championship here has to mean something, right? Yeah, it means a lot. Uh, I think it means more because of the teammates I have. So that's something I always talk about uh, is, like, you don't have to win in college golf to have an amazing college golf experience. And the guys I have around me are funny. They're, they support me when I'm, they pick me up when I need to. So I think it makes it more rewarding just because of the people I have around me. Um, and all my teammates are a huge blessing, but ultimately I want to win the team championship. What's it going to feel like taking that silver trophy back to Chapel Hill? Yeah, it'll feel, it'll feel pretty good. It's been, it's been a long time coming for a college win at, I mean, it, it feels like a long time coming, but I guess it's only been like a year and two months. But it'll it'll feel good to get one under my belt and remind me that I want to keep going for more. Your second 18 in this tournament was the round of the tournament. It's been talked about so much. What was going so well for you? I was hitting it great, and I got kind of lucky with some, some putts falling, and that's kind of adds up to a 62. I mean, I, I hit my irons. This is the best I've ever hit my irons in a tournament. I didn't putt great this week. Uh, I had some putts fall yesterday, but I didn't putt amazing the entire week. So um, ultimately it was just I hit the irons really, really, really good. When did you know that you had it rolling? What hole was it that you really felt like, okay, this could get stupid low? Um, I mean, I missed, I missed four 12-footers in a row on the front nine. So I missed short putts on six, seven, eight, and nine. Um, and I shot three under on that side. So uh, I kind of just told myself on that tee box, like I looked at the leaderboard and saw that I was tied for the lead with my teammate. And I told myself, like, if you get some putts to fall and hit it as good as you did on that side, then uh, nobody will catch you. And that's kind of, uh, I, I got lucky and had some putts fall, but that's the mindset I took into that side. So I guess it was kind of on 10 tee box and the shot I hit on 10 really fired me up. Being where you were 10 under par with two to go, what was going through your mind on that tee shot on 17? nerves I guess uh, I don't know I, I feel like I didn't have that many thoughts because I was hitting it so well so that's something that I'll definitely take from this week is how little thoughts I had over the ball and just how how little I was thinking um, I don't really remember what I was thinking about but I hit it good and it flew right over the over the pin to like 40 feet so um, yeah and then the putt on 18 uh, it looked like it was within what eight feet maybe a chance to yeah. shoot 61 yeah the putt was uh, it was like nine feet, I think, and I had a nine-footer in qualifying a month ago to shoot 61, and I made it, and so I thought I was going to make this one too, but um, I got really, really nervous and played it out way left, and I don't know why, but that's definitely something to learn from as well, and um, missed it way high, but had a tap-in par, so. 
you built yourself a pretty insurmountable lead, but there were some challengers out there in that final round, right? Yeah, so there were – I didn't exactly look at my phone all the time, but uh, I checked it on, I think, 11 T-Box and again on 15 T-Box or maybe 14 T-Box. So I knew that there were some guys challenging. I think my lead was like six with three holes to play, um, and I probably shouldn't have known that, but uh, – I. I got. I wanted to take on the trophy on 16. Like I said, I, I was. I was ready to be done, but I, we. There were still three more holes left, so I four putted hole 16. And there were definitely some some guys pushing me. I know Jonas Bumgarner played great, so um, I think there was a lot of good players behind me, and I had to keep my focus coming down the stretch. What's the one thing that you take away from Seminole? I think it's how good the maintenance staff is. Um, because I was looking at how much how much land this property has, and that's kind of a weird thing to say, but this property has a ton of land, and there's almost no rough. So they have to cut the fairways tight on an enormous property every single day. And the greens were pretty fast yesterday and then ridiculously fast today. So they were probably 13s yesterday and then 14s today. And to get, to get greens that fast, you have to triple cut and triple roll them. So um, I don't know much else about the the property except for that there's a lot of land and a lot of good golf course and the maintenance staff did an incredible job congratulations thank you when we come back you will find out who won the match play and hear from the winning head coaches of those schools but first i need to tell you about our good friends at blackman auctions since 1938 better auctions have always been blackman auctions blackman auctions is one of our great sponsors on from the short grass Thomas Blackman and his crew, they know auctions. Find them on the web at blackmanauctions.com. We are back after this. Stay with us. Heading to El Dorado to check out some live music or to play Mystic Creek? Stay at the Haywood, the only boutique hotel in the middle of downtown and the Murphy Arts District. If you are spending a weekend in Hot Springs, make plans now at the Marriott Courtyard close to Lake Hamilton and Oakwan. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group manages both of these fine properties and you will rest easy knowing that your every need is taken care of. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels on the web at bphotels.com. Strength is measured not by the number of accounts. Strength is placing value on relationships. It's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth. It's the commitment to responsibly manage your money. At Stevens, we believe that our strengths build success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE, SIPC. This is Thomas Blackman with Blackman Auctions. You all know by now I'm not a good golfer, but my son loves the game and he and I have been playing more. I've got my score down to, uh, I've quit playing a scramble on every hole. I'm using the bunker rake much less than I used to, and a lot of the time I hit my drives past the women's tee box. All of my success in golf can directly be tied to me listening to From the Short Grass. Without it, I would not be the golfer I am today. Trey, you owe me 20 bucks for that. Trey knows golf, I know auctions. Come see us at blackmanauctions.com. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. Four teams on the men's side and four teams on the women's side advanced to match play. The three-seeded Duke Blue Devils took on the fourth-seeded South Carolina Gamecocks on the women's side. Duke beat South Carolina 3-2. and two. The two-seed Stanford Cardinal took on the one-seed Wake Forest, and Stanford came out on top 4-1 and one in match play. I spoke with their head coach, Ann Walker, after their team victory. Coach, congratulations, 2022 Jackson T. Stevens Cup champions. How does that sound? 
Uh, it sounds great. We came here this week not knowing how this would shake out with so many wonderful teams in the field. Uh, last night we were just pumped to be in this final match and we never got ahead of ourselves so now to kind of just take a breath and realize that we won the championship feels great. It's kind of odd because Wake Forest, what they did in stroke play, but then match play, it's a totally different game, isn't it? Uh, yes, and you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> We've had our fair share of uh, winning the medal at the NC2As and going bowing out for a second. Match play is just so different. And I think that's helped us down the line just knowing that whatever happens in stroke play is just about getting your spot in match play. But then from there, it, it, um, the dominoes fall the way they fall. Having the players that you have in their rankings and the amateur rankings, was there a lot of pressure coming into this one that you're the team to beat? You know, everyone says that. That's not what we say internally. Um, and I think if you get caught up in the noise around you and what everyone says around you, that's typically when things don't shake out. And so we work really hard. We're fortunate that we're in a position that people say that about us and these young women have earned that right. But at the same time, we work really hard on just staying focused on what we're doing every day and not thinking about the outside noise. Coming in to hear Seminole Golf Club, what were your expectations? I didn't know what to expect. I watched last May on uh, the Walker Cup and it just looked epic, but it also looked <laughs> impossible. <laughs> so it was nice that the hurricane blew through last week and dumped some rain because that made it a little more um, responsive, which I think was great for the entire field. But I am blown away. This golf course, the views, the vistas, the green complexes, the history, the membership, the quality of the conditioning of the golf course, the pro shop staff. There's not a single thing about this place that was underwhelming. In fact, it was really all um, overwhelming. Where does this rank? winning the Jackson T. Stevens Cup. It's a tournament that is in its infancy still. Well, it was an absolute delight to meet Mr. Stevens this week and learn of his father and um, to know that you're playing for a great man who loved the game and, and gave to so many. I think just knowing that history about Mr. Stevens, even though we weren't fortunate enough to meet him, um, it, it gives it a little extra prestige and you get the feeling that we're right at the beginning of something that's going to be here for many years to come and is just going to continue to grow. And we're going to look back and be just grateful that we have one of these trophies on our desk and hopefully it won't be the last. What kind of adrenaline does this give you and the team going forward for the rest of the season? Well, we head home next week and we always love that tournament. And so to be at Pebble and win and then come here and take this victory, um, it gets us really excited to go home next week, host everyone at our, our house. Congratulations. Thank you so much. On the men's side, Stanford. Texas, UNC, and FSU advanced to match play. The three-seeded Stanford Cardinal matched up against the fourth-seeded Texas Longhorns, Stanford coming out on top 3-2. to two. It was an all-ACC final. UNC, the number one seed, against the two-seed Florida State University, and it came down to the last match. UNC winning it 3-2. to two. I spoke with the head coach, Andrew Dibitato, after his team's victory. Coach of the 2022 Jackson T. Stevens Cup champion. How does that sound? Uh, pretty darn good. Our guys had a, a really nice week. Obviously, they were fantastic in stroke play and a really tough match today against a really good Florida State team, but uh, nice to cap off the week with uh, you know winning the whole thing. An all-ACC final. Yeah, all-ACC final. We Obviously, we're pretty biased, but we think the ACC is pretty darn good. Uh, I feel like our conference has shown that for the last couple of years in, in college golf, especially, well, shoot, men and women's side. So, uh, yeah, ACC is strong. You had the individual champion, uh, just an unbelievable couple of rounds, three rounds, really, by 
David Ford, and then you won the stroke play basically by 20 strokes. If it ended there, you would have been a winner by 20 strokes. Match play is totally different. What did you tell your team coming in to the match play portion? We, we've actually been in this situation before. Uh, the last two ACC championships, we played really well in stroke play, you know, kind of whatever, won that portion of it by quite a bit and then haven't won our first match. Um, but again, the ACC, <laughs> our conference is loaded with really good teams. So it's not like, you know, our guys played poorly or anything like that. But uh, the message today was literally just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you know, a attack the golf course the way that you've been attacking it. Uh, you know the past two days and today the greens were a little bit firmer, but they were significantly faster uh, So there were probably you know fewer birdie opportunities out there But uh, I thought obviously overall our guys hung in there. They're you know phenomenal down the stretch uh, in critical spots What did you know about Seminole coming in and what do you leave here knowing about Seminole? Uh, that it's awesome and that it's awesome. <laughs> we are we are fortunate um, you know, we have a lot of, there's a lot of Tar Heels that are here. So three out of our five guys have been down here. We've come down here, uh, or we came down here on a practice trip uh, maybe like three years ago. And like I said, three of those guys are still here. Uh, so we had seen it. Um, we kind of knew what to expect. Uh, but the, the whole locations, especially today, were, you know, slightly different than we were when we were just down here messing around a couple years ago. But this place is absolutely fantastic. Uh, I noticed it as soon as we stepped on property, the changes they made, just they, they really, like, I felt like you could see everything before. And now you can really, really see everything. And it's just, it's marvelous. It's just absolutely gorgeous to look out and see everything. What does a win like this do for your program? Um, winning in our sport is really hard. We talk about it all the time. So, uh, we don't take it for granted. Uh, you know, I think the best players in the world win at what, seven, eight, nine percent of the time. So, uh, you know, we, we go home and we celebrate this whole thing as a team. And then our guys are fantastic. They'll quickly get over this and be right back on to the next one, trying to figure out how they can get better so that, you know, we can have even more success in the future. Obviously, looking forward to Greyhawk. That's the goal to get there, get into the match play. What do you need to do between now and then? Yeah, just honestly keep doing what we what we do and what we've always done, which is we focus on us and we focus on getting better. Um, and it's a it's you know a, a never ending process. And there's peaks and there's valleys, but uh, our guys have a lot of self belief and a lot of confidence. So for the most part, they're pretty steady. Coach, congratulations. Thank you very much. The goal of the Jackson T. Stevens Cup is to create a distinctive and highly competitive collegiate tournament that is comprised of future PGA Tour and LPGA Tour players. And that is exactly what this year's tournament produced. Warren Stevens, chairman of the Jackson T. Stevens Cup, joined me after handing out the trophy to the winning teams. The second annual Jackson T. Stevens Cup comes to a close and Stanford and North Carolina win what an amazing facility to host this event. Well, it is, Trey, and we're so fortunate that Seminole let us do it here, and their staff just did a magnificent job, uh, particularly Nelson Karen and the, and the grounds crew. Um, you know, three weeks ago or so, they had a hurricane blow through here, and it was I'm told it was a mess. Um, so not only did they get it repaired and fixed from that, you can see how hard they can make this golf course today with the speed of these greens. It's it's really, really um, frightening at times. Uh, I saw I saw two uh, women on in the same group today put it off the front of 14 green, and uh, you know that's that's these are great players. They're not they're not accustomed to doing that. So just show you. Seminole's teeth and what what they can do if they 
if they put their mind to it, which they did today. It seemed to me like every team, every competitor came up to you and thanked you. What does it mean to you when you see that from everybody that was here? Well, it means the world to me, really. Um, you know, I've never spent much time around college golfers until Aloshan hosted the uh, Arnold Palmer Cup. And they're a very special group of young men and women, and um, they're the future of the game, whether it's professional or just love of the game. And I think to be able to host players at golf courses like this and clubs like this is is so special to them. And, and I appreciate them coming up and all saying, saying thanks and they did I, I i think every every team came up whether they played you know in match play or not um they came up and said and said thanks so you know that's you know that's one of the great things about golf is the is the camaraderie and the and the and the fellowship and it's it's uh it's a special game did seminal exceed your expectations this week did it meet your expectations what do you take away from this week oh i had pretty high expectations for seminole and they certainly didn't disappoint you know it rained sunday night and softened the golf course up on monday for monday's play and i think that had something to do i know it had something to do with the low scores in the metal play part of the part of the tournament but today they were actually out having to syringe some of the greens because of the because of the speed and they had all dried out so it's it's hard to exceed expectations when i had very high (laughs) expectations they came pretty close if they didn't in fact exceed it how about the stanford women they come all the way from palo alto from the west coast to the east coast and they take down wake forest where you went to college. You don't have a rooting interest, but you probably kind of were hoping that the Demon Deacons would have pulled it out. Well, I was just proud of the Deeks for making it to the to the finals and, and being the um, number one seed in the match play. Uh, Stanford has a great team, and Wake does too, and I think we'll see a lot more of both those teams come spring at the at the NCAAs and um, if that in fact happens it'll be a great great match on the men's side North Carolina I mean the stroke play they were 20 strokes ahead of Florida State but as you well know anything can happen in match play and it almost did today you're right anything can happen in match play and it looked like for a while it was going to happen today in fact I was walking or watching a little bit with a friend of mine who went to North Carolina, and he was very worried because he said, "We do this. We, you know, we're in the NCAA, and we lose in the first round and or second round, you know." And um, and obviously that didn't happen today. But I, I, I watched a little bit of the tournament today on Golf Channel, and I know uh, the North Carolina coach challenged him, uh, saying at this point in the season Vanderbilt was better than they were and they needed to do something about it so I think they've decided they're going to do something about it and they're they seem to be in an awfully good spot but they had five players in the top 10 in the field at the end of 54 holes that's 
that's pretty tough. But it, as you said, anything can happen in match play, and it almost did today. Florida State played very, very well. When you look to next year, it's probably only going to get better. You're going to Trinity Forest in Dallas, and I know they had some representatives here, and they've got some bright ideas for next year as well. The Trinity Forest team that was here, they're very, very excited about hosting it next year, and we're excited about going. And um, Dallas will be a great exposure for a lot of these kids, and Trinity Forest will be um, another great golf golf course for them to for them to get to play on and experience. Well, thank you for your time. Thanks for putting this together and helping grow the game. It's my pleasure, Trey. That's the whole point is growing the game. So I think we're we're helping a little bit. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. They know how to manage hotel properties. Blair Allen, Matthew Allen, they are the brain trust of Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. Find them on the web at bphotels.com. We're back after this. This is Thomas Blackman with Blackman Auctions. The economy is changing slowly but surely. The market is slowing down in a gradual slide. Not an emergency yet. The sky is not falling, but a change is coming. When times are good, auctions make buyers compete to buy at the highest market value. When the economy gets tough, auctions force buyers to make a purchase decision. Either way, auctions get the highest return for a seller and a strong deal for a buyer. With an experienced auction company, it's a simple process. Go to BlackmanAuctions.com for more information. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. With all the decisions you need to make about what to do in El Dorado, finding a place to stay is an easy one. The Haywood is uniquely positioned to make your stay one to treasure. Located in the historic Union Square district of El Dorado, the Haywood offers luxurious accommodations that feature contemporary, colorful rooms with high-quality bedding. Comfortable baths with walk-in showers and a spacious workspace with stylish plantation shutters that are unique additions to the stunning decor in a non-smoking environment. Make the Haywood your home away from home the next time Time you visit El Dorado. That will do it for this edition of From the Short Grass. Remember to repair your ball marks on the green and a couple of more. And I hope to see you next time from the Short Grass. You've been listening to From the Short Grass, a weekly podcast dedicated to the game of golf. This has been a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network.